0: Welcome to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank that brings you market views and insights on the go. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of our Invest Tips series. I'm Steve Bryce, Standard Chartered Wealth Management's Chief Investment Officer. As someone who's presumably interested in investing, you're undoubtedly not only aware but also extremely concerned about the current level of inflation. Central banks certainly are, as the recent acceleration in interest rate increases has shown. So how should you, as an investor, deal with a rising interest rate environment? Today, we will discuss potential investments that may make sense to you, especially if your portfolio is skewed towards bond investments currently. So let's first discuss the uh, impact of rising interest rates. So the, the most direct impact is on bond markets. Given the inverse relationship between bond prices and bond yields, a rising interest rate environment puts downward pressure on bond prices, undermining investment returns. Of course, higher bond yields increase future looking forward-looking returns, but that transition can be painful, as it has been this year. So to put this in context... Most bond asset classes lost between 10 to 20% in the first eight months of the year, even after taking into account the interest payments that have been made during that period. The sensitivity of bond prices to changing in yield is actually measured by something called duration. Simply put, if a bond has a duration of 7 this means that a 1% shift in bond yields will approximately result in a 7% change in the bond price in the opposite direction. That is, if yields go up by 1%, then the price of the bond will fall by around 7%. So how should investors address the risk of rising interest rates and yields? Well, we believe there are three potential strategies to consider. In reality, a blended approach probably makes sense to most investors. The first option is to do nothing. As we mentioned before, assuming the bond issuers do not default, falling bond prices enhance forward-looking returns, and therefore the losses made should be short-term. By reinvesting the income and repayments received, you're locking in those higher yields for the future. The second thing that you can possibly do is to reduce your portfolio's duration, and thus its sensitivity to changing yields. And you can do this generally by two ways. So the most obvious way is to shorten the maturity profile of your bond portfolio. So the shorter your maturity profile, the less sensitive you are to changing uh, yields. So the most extreme version of this, of course, is selling the bonds and then going into short-term deposits. But this has its downsides. So it effectively locks in the losses that have already been incurred, usually reduces the yield or income generated by the portfolio. And obviously, if yields were to decline in the future, the investor would not benefit from rising bond prices because they no longer own those bonds. The key to which of these factors should dominate your thinking depends largely on your time horizon. The longer your time horizon, the less attractive this option is. The other way to um, reduce your um, maturity profile or your duration, sorry, is to increase exposure to high yielding bonds. Bonds with high yields tend to have a lower sensitivity to rising interest rates. The risk of this strategy is that the average credit quality of your bond portfolio would likely deteriorate as those high yields come at a risk of reduced credit quality. And that can increase the risk that some companies will not be able to service their debt, leading you to incur greater potential losses. The key here of course is to mitigate this in one of two ways, either ensure significant diversification such that any defaults do not have an outsized impact on your portfolio, or secondly, be very selective in the companies that you lend to. So that's the first two things that you can do. Nothing or, or sort of um, you know reduce your sensitivity changing yields through reducing the bond portfolio's duration. The final option is increased diversification. And this can take three forms. First, geographic diversification. Second, diversification along different areas of the bond yield curve, or looking at different maturity profiles within bond markets. And the final thing to do is potentially look beyond bond markets when it comes to diversification. So looking at the first, in terms of geographic diversification, central banks generally do not hike interest rates in unison or at the same pace. Therefore, investing in bonds with different underlying currencies can help mitigate the portfolio's volatility to some extent. In a similar way, yields of different maturity profiles within the same market generally do not move in exactly the same manner. So again, spreading your bond portfolio across different maturity, maturity profiles can also help you mitigate um, volatility. The final diversification strategy is to look beyond Uh, bond markets. Typically bond yields move higher in response to improving economic conditions which can benefit equities. Now clearly this cycle does seem to be quite different as inflation is way above central bank tolerance levels and they're looking to tighten policy even at the expense of significant weakness in the economy. However, we should also note that equities are a long-term hedge against inflation and therefore can be a very valuable addition to a portfolio while also diversifying that portfolio significantly. It is interesting to note there are only four years in the past 150 years that both US equities and US bonds have lost value, with 2022, at least so far this year, being one of those years. Therefore diversifying across asset classes is an important way to manage portfolio volatility. Of course when it comes to your personal situation choosing the appropriate option uh, or options so you can blend the different approaches of course will depend on your risk tolerance, time frame, financial objectives and also your current investments as well as the potential outlook for financial markets. So Please reach out to your relationship manager or investment advisor to help guide you through the decision-making process and also read our global market outlook for our latest asset class views available at the link in the podcast description. In the meantime, thank you so much for tuning in and, and I look forward to catching up with you soon. Take care. Thank you for listening to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank.